Welcome to Natural Wellness Tips Podcast, a weekly broadcast all about leading a healthy, happy, and wholehearted life. Hello, welcome back to the Natural Wellness Tips Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Shaw. I am super excited to be here with you and have another amazing guest in the lineup for you. Before we dive into our incredible guest today, I just want to ask you a huge favor. If you can on iTunes, just scroll down on my podcast, look for where you can leave a review and leave me a review. It means the world to me as a podcast host. It helps me know what I'm doing well, what you want more of, and it also helps more people get to this podcast. So I greatly appreciate it if you could take just a few moments and do that for me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for that one. But without further ado, let's introduce our amazing host all the way from Tampa, Florida, Miss Elena Benzenoff. She's an author, a teacher, and a practitioner of functional regenerative and energy medicine, sharing her intuitive gifts with the world for over 20 years. She founded Holistic Inc. to guide and empower people to awaken their inner healer. The core mission of Holistic is to put an end to chronic illness using natural healing techniques. With a background as a clinical pharmacist, Elena's revolutionary method methods are blend a blend of modern medicine and ancient healing modalities. Although located in Tampa, Florida, her long-distance energy flow balancing sessions and online course provide long-term wellness solutions no matter where you are in the world. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me on your show and for sharing my gifts. Oh, my pleasure. I had such a good time on the phone the other day. We, we got to connect and, and really I got to learn more about what brought you on this journey from pharmacist to holistic healer. And it's very personal to me because as you know, I went medical school, doctor of physical therapy to uh, natural wellness as well. And it was a windy journey for me, similar to you. You know, it wasn't a straight shot, but it, it provides for such... Um, empathy and compassion for us when we're helping our clients through their own personal journey because we had our own personal journey, right? And and I just loved hearing about your journey. So would you share with everybody a little bit how how that looked for you and how you end up being a pharmacist and ending up here owning this incredible holistic wellness company? Yes, of course. I'd be so happy to share. And again, there's no two stories alike and I, I feel the journey is a must to uncover the our own true path so really for us our stories are there to inspire others to be courageous to take the journey right mm-hmm. so for me you know i grew up in a family surrounded with a lot of medical practitioners doctor dentists all kinds of um medical um practices and i i always knew that i would uh, follow the medical path but I need, well, I didn't want to touch people. So that was one of the things I didn't want to do. I didn't want to be a dentist and I didn't want to go to medical school. So I thought, okay, pharmacy will be a pretty clean path because I could study the medicine, but I didn't have to really touch people. Right. And I remember my grandmother sharing stories of being in medical school and all kinds of things they had to do that I didn't feel like doing. But what I didn't realize is the gifts that I had inside that needed much deeper understanding of the human body. Mm. I went to pharmacy school uh, thinking that I want to save the world. I want to understand how the body works. And I wanted to create a magic potion that can help people. (laughs) What I didn't realize is uh, that magic potion did not reside in the amount of pills that 
I was contributing to dispensing when I was working in the pharmacy. Mm. Working actually in retail setting uh, and then in a diabetes clinic and uh, recognizing the amount of pills people were on. But it wasn't just for their medical conditions. It was actually for the symptoms due to the side effects of the medicines they were on. So I knew there was definitely a flaw in the system that no one was truly addressing. I, um, I remember asking uh, a lot of the patients if they would change their diet. Like I had people with COPD, with asthma coming in, diabetes, wheelchairs, oxygen tanks, and uh, high blood pressure, heart disease. I mean, everything, right? From 15, 17 meds a day. And people would say, oh, my doctor said that my diet is not impacting what is happening and I don't need to change anything in my life. And um, so again, all of this was happening already later when there was kind of an awakening that happened within me. Going back to my early 20s, I moved to Florida into a house which I didn't realize had a lot of mold. And uh, I actually became really sick. I had, uh, my lungs were functioning at less than 25%. And it, it wasn't for those people that are struggling with severe asthma. It's not just the inhale that you can't take. You actually cannot exhale. Mm. I remember going from being very healthy, being a young mom, just starting to work in the pharmacy, to we just moved to Tampa, having to find a pulmonologist. I, at that point, I wasn't going to any doctors. And I walked in and he measured my lung capacity. He said, you had to be admitted to, immediately to the emergency room that uh, I was in danger of my lungs just collapsing. And I said, I didn't want to do that. And uh, he said, okay, well, then you have to sign a waiver that you're not listening to what I'm asking you as a physician. So I signed a waiver and I said, what does this entail? He said, you're going to be for the rest of your life on six medications a day. And in fact, for the next couple of months, we're going to have to monitor your lung function. You're going to be coming in and doing these breath tests every week. So I remember going home thinking this is definitely not the life I envisioned for myself. My son was also suffering from severe eczema from head to toe um, to the point where he had to be on prednisone. Um, I mean, his skin looked like fish scales, red scales. He was screaming for hours on end. So I said, okay, there has to be something else. So of course, mold was a major contributing factor, which I didn't realize at first, but I decided to change my diet So um, I got off of dairy and gluten, and at that time I was consuming a lot of fruit, so I got myself off of fruit, Mm -hmm. and uh, my symptoms have drastically improved, and then I got myself off of the meds. Wonderful. Yes. So, um, of course, my son's health improved as well because I had to change his diet. So that was sort of like my first uh, recognition that our environment, what we eat, what we think impacts our health in a much greater way than uh, any of us have been taught in medicine, right? Any of us have been taught in pharmacy schools, medical schools, which I later on realized no one actually teaches this. Yeah. And the connection of it all. Um, So in 2007, at that time I already had uh, four kids. Uh, A friend of mine asked me if I wanted to join her and um, go into the American, join the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. So I dived fully into it. And of course, I wanted to study the root cause. I wanted to understand what is the root cause of every illness. And what was amazing to me uh, was the cardiologist 
that was in our first uh, conference, he had us get up and he had us do something that's called Qigong. I remember looking at my friend saying, okay, this is weird. What, what does he have? It's different. <laughs> yes, it was totally different, especially being uh, trained to see things through logic, right? And reason and studies and research. This is how we're all trained in medicine. And I remember for the first time feeling the energy flow between my hands. And truly this was life-changing for me because I recognized there's something much greater to who we are than what we perceive with our eyes, with our senses of touch, right? There's something much greater. And that was a major turning point for me to begin exploring the world of energy medicine. Um, And uh, I'm still exploring this world because there's so much more to learn and and, uh, understand. And in fact, in the last few weeks, I've explored more and more. There's just so much and it's it's fascinating to me and uh, it's humbling at the same time. How powerful actually we are, and that this body is is truly a vehicle to explore the life on this planet. It's given to us to as a, as a major communication tool that through which we receive the most powerful messages. So we're able to tune in if we silence the inflammatory processes that are going on in our body. So what I didn't mention is I also worked as a compounding pharmacist, which means I custom made medications for people. Mm-hmm. And that was also a major shift for me in recognizing what kind of ingredients were going into the products that uh, I was making. Actually, everyone makes in the pharmacy and most uh, most over-the-counter topical skincare products, the luxury brands, all of them, we could say, I can safely say, honestly say, contain some of the most hazardous ingredients uh, on the market that are contributing to the decline of uh, the health and well-being of humanity. So for me, I was also at that time working second year in the pharmacy, compounding pharmacy. And for some reason, you know, when there's shift that's happening in your perception, even though you're doing the same things over and over and over, yeah, something shifts and you begin to recognize, wow, there's something I didn't pay attention to. And that recognition came to me when I actually took one of the raw materials and on the bottle, it said hepatotoxic and it had the skull and uh, bones on it. And I thought, wow, what is that ingredient? Nobody ever taught me. I thought it was just like an ingredient that um, is needed to mix topical creams, hormone creams, right? What I didn't realize, well, it's actually BHT, butylated hydroxytaluene. And later on, I realized that it's an ingredient that's actually in our foods as a preservative, not only in our skin care topical products and understanding that our skin is the largest organ which absorbs absolutely everything it touches. It bypasses the digestive tract and it goes directly into the bloodstream and organs. And then the recognition that, um, you know, the, the different dosing, uh, for example, if you were on a progesterone pill, right, for hormone replacement therapy, your topical dose would be, let's say, uh, 200 milligrams at bedtime for sleep, because a lot of times women who go through menopause will need progesterone replacement therapy. Um, topically, it would be 20 milligrams, not 200. And guess what? 
more than 90% of it gets absorbed. The reason that you do oral 200 milligrams is because less than 10% gets absorbed. It has to go through digestion. So everything that you put on topically, literally your skin will eat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, that was one of my biggest realizations and awakenings as far as also creating a product line because I felt there wasn't enough safe products on the market and, of course, educating people into what ingredients mean. And there's so many companies also that pose as natural and, uh, of course, they... I always say where you buy your products is as important as who you buy them from and you have to do your research and transparency is very key here. Just because something says natural or 100% pure, it literally, it could mean that my three-year-old niece wrote it on there. It doesn't mean anything. You have to actually look and say, like, are they letting us know the research on this? Are they letting us know the scientific testing they do? Like, well, these are important things. Yes. The industry is not regulated, as you know. Yeah. Just like the supplement industry. And, mm-hmm. But there is definitely, you should ask for ingredients. I think it's important for every consumer to be educated. Yes. The ingredients list, what they mean. And of course, there's many red flags, you know, like plastic packaging. Because if you package a natural product into plastic, and you, let's say you use essential oils, mm-hmm. they eat the wall of the plastic. So the plastic will leach into your product. Yep. So you are eating the plastic. There's just so many ways um, that I was, it almost became a mission for me to not only educate myself, but everyone I came in contact with, with what really is happening and how can I help people and educate people in understanding that every area of their life and, um, you know, from the environmental things, right, to how they cook their meals, to, of course, understanding everything that happens in their body and the energy of all of it. Yes. Yeah. That, the, that right there is what I think separates you from so many people out there is all, you have all the information and the scientific background, but the energy of what is actually happening is so key. And you're looking at it from the energy of like what's happening in the products to how it's affecting our bodies. And it's so beautiful. Thank you. And I recognized that actually all of the illnesses stem from, of course, besides the environment impacting and uh, creating imbalances in our body, mm-hmm. most of illness, chronic conditions actually stem from emotional issues from some kind of tra- traumatic events that have happened in our life that we stored. And where does it get stored? It gets stored in our cellular in our cells, in our tissues, but most importantly, in our field, human energy field. Mm. It's fascinating to me. So what I do is I read human energy field and translate it into how does it translate into your body? So before an illness becomes a full-blown chronic illness, right, or acute condition, uh, a lot of messages. But what's Mm. happening is we're so inflamed that we think this is normal and we don't understand how to interpret the messages and how to hear those messages. Yeah. So for me, it's important to start in the body, to understand that our gut has to be balanced, our adrenals have to be supported, the hormones, the neurotransmitters, the viruses have to be eliminated, the parasites have to go. Mm-hmm. Only then you can begin to fully open the flow between you and your divine self to, to really be integrated, right? Because we... I. I believe we're all born integrated, we're all whole, but there's just a lot of inflammation that happens to silence the connection. It's about reconnecting. Yeah. 
Oh, that's beautiful. It's really interesting you, what you just said is um, I've taken the last six months or so six months at a minimum. And I was like, I'm designating this six months, if not more, depending if I need more to, I cut, I don't, I'm not a heavy drinker, but I cut all alcohol because what alcohol does is just clouds our ability to read our energy and process our emotions. Right. So I, I cut that, I cut gluten, I cut dairy, I cut beef. I really, I have a clean diet anyway, but I cleaned it up more. And then I did a gut cleanse, a liver cleanse. I'm in a parasite cleanse and I'm literally going systematically through and saying what clutter, what inflammation, what can I get out of my system so I can drop in and truly feel my true self and heal the traumas I've been through. And that's what this six month, like selfish six months of like saying no to people and social things and uh, like different, like I'm just, I'm taking this time to focus in and heal as much as I can. So it was really interesting. Literally what you just said was like the journey I decided to embark upon for the second half of this year was like, I'm going to finally put myself 100% first. And I love that that's what you do with your clients. Yes. And the one thing I want to say, also being in the world of medicine, supplements, there's so many products on the market. And the one thing I learned, there's not one company, one product that I will ever recommend. And the reason is we're all energy beings. Every product has to be a perfect match for you. Mm -hmm. Every single thing has to be perfectly matched to you, to what is happening in your body. And um, this is to me, the future of medicine, because it's very difficult to just pinpoint and generalize and say, you know, put people in categories. Like people will say to me, I've been on all these cleanses. I've been on all these diets and I'm still sick. Why am I still sick? But, you know, people will come to me with boxes. I'm talking about boxes of vitamins that they're on. And actually I would say over 90% of them don't work. Oh yeah. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I was one of those box people. I remember when I started using really good supplements that my body actually wanted and liked and enjoyed and had good energy for me. Like I, cause I do use doTERRA's lifelong vitality supplement as my main supplement, but then I, I have some other things that I use within there. But I remember when I started and switched, it was like a shelf in my bathroom that I just like was like into the garbage. <laughs> it's just What's fascinating, what I found fascinating, I work with over 20 companies because even for one person, the way your gut is right now, yeah. it might switch and that product will not work for you. And yeah. that happens with probiotics and some other things. You know, what works for your uh, balancing, let's say, your fungus in your system, if it comes back, might not be the same thing. Yeah. So truly knowing how to test and how to, you know, how to align it with the person. And that's where an expert like you comes in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And I've had people that have had mystery conditions that, uh, for example, I had one, I mean, I can give you many, many, many people's um, stories, but one that came, she's been in medical mystery for over 20 years. Wow. At hospitals, um, passing out. Uh, in fact, the last time before she came to see me, her boyfriend actually thought that she, he's her husband now, he thought that she, she was dying. And he contacted me, he's an anesthesiologist, and he said, Elena, I need you to see my girlfriend at that time. Something is seriously wrong with her, and I know you'll be able to help her. So what was interesting is she was definitely underweight. She didn't eat much. She couldn't put on weight. She wasn't feeling well. Uh, it was a parasite that she had. Oh. Mm-hmm. So within a week, 
she started feeling better. I have people, for example, one woman that came to see me because she went to a dermatologist. She's in her mid-40s, suffering from cystic acne, acne on her face, her back. She came to me because the dermatologist that she saw told her she would have to be on Accutane and birth control pills, and she didn't want to do that. That's harsh. No one ever talked to her about diet. She knew about me for three years, and it took her three years to come to me. I'm Sounds about right. <laughs> gave her the report that he did. So she came to see me, and uh, within a month, I believe she lost 20 pounds. Weight loss was not even a topic we discussed. Persistic acne went away. I think right now she's at a 40-pound weight loss. Her husband, who is a diabetic, uh, also lost a lot of weight, feeling great. She actually started running 5Ks, ran her first race. She started sleeping through the night. Oh, yeah. I got chills. Yes, there's so many people that are just not given the right information. And I would say I don't blame anyone for not doing that because I know it's, it's a system that we were, I was a part of for years as well because no one trained us to know this information. But I want people to know that this information exists. Yeah. Big difference, actually, between the people that have success stories and people that don't mm -hmm. are the ones that take full responsibility for their life. They're ready to change something in their life in a big way. Mm -hmm. uh, emotional health, of course, plays a huge role in all of it. Oh, doesn't it ever? And that's one thing that I will teach people. I'll ask them that question the very first appointment they have with me. I want them to define the difference between healing and cure, right? Because we're all trained. We want something outside of ourselves to cure us. That pill, that doctor, that practitioner is going to cure me and fix me. I love that way of putting it. Mm -hmm. That is such a powerful statement because I always say people are looking for a magic pill to make everything better, but they need to heal themselves, yes. right? But that healing versus cures, that's powerful. Thank you. The healing is a big difference. It's I'm responsible. I'm not the victim that needs yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're, your story is just so powerful. And, and I think there's a level of respect and understanding that people can have knowing that you, you have come on both sides of the spectrum. Like you, you have lived in the Western side and you sat there making those medications and then had this like, wow, what's happening? I, I mean, I have a dear friend who was on steroid medication for her severe eczema, similar in sounding to your son's for so many years. And then she decided she wanted to start a family and it's been two and a half years of detoxing off of it. And she's doing the work and she changed her diet and she's, you know, like, but her body, there's a whole reaction that it goes through to just get off of those toxic ingredients. It's just, it's so scary to see and um, to have people like you that can help guide someone and their body and read the energy and help them figure out what they need is, is so wonderful. People are so blessed that you're out here doing what you do. So that's amazing. I want to say one thing that medicine is important. We need Absolutely. care. Uh, thank God for the medicine that exists now, right? Yes. Uh, because if, if we need, God forbid you ever need surgery or there's something wrong, we have incredible physicians who do this work but it's understanding that your condition doesn't have to be chronic and you're not defined by your prognosis. Mm -hmm. Diagnosis is really not your prognosis. Yes. Yeah, my prognosis was to be on Vicodin for the rest of my life in chronic pain. 
my diagnosis was that I have a stroke in my spinal cord. They're two very different things. And I am no, by no means on chronic pain meds for my whole life, but you know, it is taking control of that. And I always say to people, they're like, Oh, so do you, do you just not go to the doctor? I'm like, no, if I got hit by a car tomorrow, I'd go back to the doctor and I go get my blood work. I just, I take such good care of my body that my blood work comes back functionally and analytically in, in the doctor's office. Great, because I do the work, right? But I still use the doctor and the doctor is there. They're all there for amazing reasons. And I, I honor and respect their, their knowledge. And um, I think that is a very important thing to say and, and to know that we can go to the ER when we need to and we can have surgeries when we need to. But the chronic and day-to-day things, we need to tune into our bodies a little bit more than we are taught to. And that's what's powerful. Yes. Awesome. Well, let's dive into my rapid fire questions that I always ask at the end of the podcast episode. So these are just fun little questions. Just answer with whatever comes to the top of your mind. What would you say is your number one health and wellness tips for the listeners? To stay heart centered. Mm, I love that. Yes. Pay attention to what's happening here. What is your biggest healthy habit you struggle with? A lot of us, people think we're, since we teach health and wellness, we're perfect and we don't have anything that we struggle being consistent with or anything. So what do you struggle with? Taking time for myself, enough time for myself, I would say, to create the silence that I need. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pausing. Pausing. I actually learned to put the pauses in the schedule <laughs> because if I, my friend was looking at my schedule the other day and he's like, you have the word beach in your schedule. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I go to the beach at that time. And he was like, you already planned when you're going to the beach next week. And I'm like, yeah, because if I don't, that pause isn't happening. And he and <laughs> book have a date, right? Like, and I have to, I've learned and it's, I'm better sometimes than others, but it's a hard challenge. Sounds silly to a lot of people, but it is. It's something important. Okay, so what are you most excited about in life right now? Well, I'm creating, I'm in the creation mode right now, actually. So I'm most excited at the moment. Well, I just launched my online course, so that's exciting. I'm creating a course with uh, the love of my life, which is extremely exciting. So we're (laughs) going to teach, and this is a dream come true, an amazing uh, one-day seminar. So that I'm most excited about. And creating a new membership program that I call the Sanctuary. And it's really the spiritual medicine cabinet with over 100 meditations for body, mind, and soul. Beautiful. You have to let me know when that launches because I want in. That sounds amazing. Very cool. Creative things, yes. It's going to be very cool. Quite a few awesome things coming up. So this is my selfish question because I'm a bookie. I'm usually reading like four books at a time. What is your favorite book? Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Me? I've never heard of it. Search for Meaning. Oh, Meaning. Frankel. He's a Holocaust survivor. He's a medically trained psychiatrist who went for Holocaust. And... He talks about what makes a person survive. He was in a concentration camp. And uh, again, not being the victim, right, of your circumstance, but rising above it. So I would say that probably is my favorite book that I've ever read. I'm going to get it. I'm going to check it out. I'll let you know what I think. It sounds incredible. Yes. 
Yeah, there's a there's a, a lot of discussion I've had in the last year over that victim martyr mindset and what it does to our emotional health and our physical health. And it's very powerful. So that sounds like a book that will be right up my alley. I love that. Okay, so probably the most important question here is how can people find you? Very easy. Holistic.com. W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. Awesome. Yes. So everything on her website is just stunning. You can see all of her services and all that she does. Uh, it, guys, check it out. It is absolutely incredible. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram at Holistic Inc. It's W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-I-N-K. I'll have that all down in the details for you. And then you can also buy the Holistic Wisdom book on Amazon, guys. So go check that out. There's some really great options there for you to get to know Elena a little bit more. Uh, really check out her services. If what she said today has inspired you or intrigued you or you have something that you've been dealing with and you want some more answers or somebody popped into your mind, that person deserves that conversation to be had with Elena and maybe change their life forever. So please reach out through her website. Um, she's a wealth of knowledge and absolute inspiration. So I hope you guys enjoyed having her on the podcast as much as I enjoyed getting to talk to you today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. Thank you so much. You. Oh, my pleasure. And to all my listeners, as always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. It means the world to me that you are listening to what I have to share and the amazing people that are coming into my life to share with you. So till next time, namaste. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please leave a review and subscribe and head over to Instagram to keep up with me daily at Natural Wellness Tips. See you next week.